ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded live at your mom's house in a driveway. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome to the Wednesday night live stream of the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle Wes, and I am sitting here in the driveway, here in the driveway, if I can talk. Easy for you to say. Right? Uh, with my good friends, Travis and Dan, man, and we are, uh, doing this daylight savings time, listening to Dan smack on the microphone, which is pretty cool and fun. So, uh, how you boys doing? <laughs> Especially when you have misophonia. Uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, it was a good weekend. We took Dan's son, Danny out on a pontoon boat where I was the captain. Right. And, captain and uncle T. Yeah. And, and more than once I gave him the, Hey, Hey, look at me. I'm the captain now. It's one of my favorites. Um, That's a good one. But, you know, it was odd to take a bunch of teenagers out to Crab Island. And, I mean, it wasn't full. There was good scenery around. They literally just sat on the boat talking to each other. That's it. Until the last, like, 20 minutes. Did anybody say, why the hell are we sitting on this boat? Why why did we rent a boat? Well, Travis and I were in the water shooting a shit. Yeah, I mean, I was in there. And look, man, I was, in I was just trying not to get, look, anytime I go to Crab Island, I got one goal is just not to get my ass in trouble. Okay. <laughs> and so that's what I was trying to do. Me and Dan having good, good conversations about nonsense and, you know, just having a couple of frosty adult beverages and right. like, yo, Dan, these kids won't even get off the boat. I said something to them a couple of times, like, hell, we could have just, you know, gone and sat out back because we were this is what we were going to do. And I smell cookies. Yeah. Yeah, you got cookies. I, I don't see cookies. The hell do you think do, I was eating? I smell. I, I don't do, know. Do, do you miss a whole person I walking out here? I thought you were doing like that old nursing home thing. Mama brought out where some you were, uh, did you miss sucking on my teeth. Yeah, did, sucking your teeth. Yeah, did you miss a whole thing where a whole person walked out I, here and brought I know she walked out here and did something, <laughs> but I was I was working on setting us up so we could go live here for our friends. Yeah, we had, we had some... Some early uh, difficulties, or at least time difficulties. Yeah, man, I, I tell you what, it's been a, I've been like a one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest this week. You're losing. Or a three-peck, <laughs> three-peckered goat. Right. <laughs> I, I like busy as a one-armed wallpaper hanger. There you go. Because if you've ever had to hang wallpaper, like, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's bad with it's two bad hands. With two, it's bad with two people. Yeah. It's bad with four hands, <laughs> much right. less one hand. Yeah. Yep. So we want to thank you in advance for uh, sharing the podcast with your friends and family. We are most definitively shadow banned. So uh, without your help and without you spreading the word and helping us uh, get in front of some new new eyes and new uh, ears, um, we really, uh, there's not much we can do. We're not giving Facebook any money for ads. We did that early on. We're not doing that anymore. It didn't Um, work either. uh, Twitter will not take our money for ads. They won't approve any of our ads. Um, definitely not run them on Instagram because guess who owns Instagram? Yeah. Meta. Uh, so, you know, every little bit helps and every little share that you could uh, you could do for us would be super cool and super awesome. Those dogs killing each other? <laughs> well, there's, it's, it, there's multiple dogs. There's dogs next door. There's dogs behind next door. Right. There's our dogs. <clears throat> There's dogs next door here and dogs behind next door them. So pretty much everybody except for directly behind me has a dog or multiple dogs. Right. And the ones here next door lately have been outside a lot more often than they usually are. Yeah. And uh, they're usually pretty quiet, but lately they've been uh, making some noise. There you go. I'm going to eat a cookie. Eat a cookie. We'll be smacking in a microphone. So... I don't smack. It was an interesting weekend <laughs> mm-hmm. outside of me and Dan hanging out on pontoon boat. Yeah. And, and falling asleep. Yeah. At a, at a, early, at, early Saturday. And me night. playing a pretty cool gig at Austin's on 98. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Mm-hmm. I ate some crawfish. Mm. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. If you were a banker at a certain bank in Silicon Valley, it was not a good Probably weekend. fairly stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, you got slides on that i'm hoping i am all right well why don't you set it up and we'll discuss it on that so silicon valley bank and it is what it sounds like it's in silicon valley it's in california and apparently uh they went under kind of so 
what kind of the backstory is they got a huge influx of money between 2020 and 20 first quarter of 2022 they went from like 60 billion in deposits to 200 billion in a year and a quarter so and that was a lot of it due to like this influx of money into the economy right during covid and then you got all these tech companies that are out there they're like what do i do with this money they threw it in the bank. Now, FDIC insures up to $250,000 of your bank deposits. Per depositor. Yeah. yeah. So these companies had multi, some of them multi-billions of dollars in there. Yeah. And But um, only a quarter mil is, is insured. Yes. Yes. So what ended up happening is the bank takes their money and they're like, all right, we got a whole shit ton of money that we didn't have before. What did we do with it? Right. So they invest pretty conservatively, which is in U.S. treasuries, which apparently the treasuries that they have been investing in earn about a, a one and one and a half percent over 10 years. Right. And then they also invested in some sec- secured back mortgages, which. Right. Well, all, every it was like literally. Everything looks good. We're doing kind of conservative stuff, but the environment at the time that they were doing this, it was pretty much the stupidest moves you could do with. with well, but both of those, <clears throat> both of those types of investments, thrive off of interest rates staying down. Yes, and, and they were making these investments, and the Fed has for over a year and a half been. We're going to raise interest rates. We're going to raise interest rates. We're going to raise interest rates. And then they've raised interest rates quite right. a bit, actually. Yeah. Apparently, the only people who didn't know that they were going to raise interest rates were the people oh, running Silicon, Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley yeah. Bank. Yeah. So when the interest rates went up and then word got out that um, they had – somehow word got out that they didn't have the money right. to cover the deposits. And some of these uh, tech companies freaked out and went – started taking their money out yeah so right. what had to happen is the bank had to liquid liquidate a bunch of those um investments early right which caused them to lose like 25 percent or more of right. the investment so it's like it's you lose the one and a half percent that you were going to make plus now you're 75 percent of your of your principal basically yeah oh yeah so they li- liquidated all that stuff and didn't have enough money to pay everybody their deposits. I got you. So FDIC came in, shuttered the bank, closed, took over, and instead of waiting, usually when this happens, it doesn't happen often, but normally the process is somebody's gonna usually comes in and buys them out, makes them whole. Yeah. Some bigger bank. And there was rumors that a British bank was, was going to buy them out, but before that could happen, old Uncle Joe to the rescue comes flying in and says, you know what? Yells in the mic. We're going to make everybody whole and it's not going to impact the taxpayers one bit. So let's do the math on that real quick. That's a lot of holding. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let, let's, I, I actually fully support making sure the depositors get their money back and letting that bank fail. I 100% support that. Well, yeah, I'm not you support you government stepping in and making sure they're whole. Well, there's got to be something to. I mean, look, I I support giving them the two hundred fifty thousand dollars that the banks paid into the FDIC insurance. Okay, back. so anything the, above right. that. So let's say you I, the the company I work for does did thirty four billion dollars. Okay, and let's say at any time we've got a billion dollars on hand to pay payroll and diesel fuel and all that. Right. Yeah, so it, it, so what you're saying is my company should have about 4,000 bank accounts to minimize the risk. In essence, I mean, that's that's kind of the way to do it or to do something different with that money. I mean, you know, insurance companies, they have billions upon billions of dollars on hand at any given moment. 
And what they do with their money is they they invest in short-term investments like this bank should have been doing with the money. Um, and they also have reinsurance in place to that's in addition to the FDIC stuff. Because now, thanks to the 21st Century Act, um, banks and insurance companies used to a bank couldn't sell insurance and an insurance company couldn't do banking. Well, now those those lines have been convoluted. So insurance, you notice insurance companies start getting into banking and vice versa. Sure. Um, and, you know, the argument for that was so we can invest these things rather than relying on the FDIC and relying on, on whatever, we can invest these things into short-term investments. Like insurance companies don't make money on your insurance premiums. Everybody bitches about them being crooked and all of that. The way they make money is not from collecting your insurance premiums. They make money from float of those insurance premiums investing them because every state requires them to have so much money on hand to pay claims. That's the reason you see rate increases or rate decreases and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so let all right. So let's not even talk about a billion dollars <laughs> on hand. Let's let's talk about you're a construction guy and you've got five hundred grand. Yeah. So what what we're saying is the construction guy, small business, he should just be screwed out a quarter million bucks. He did no, he did nothing wrong. A quarter of a million dollars in one bank and have his payroll account in another bank. Okay, well, what if you just got paid? What if, what if you got paid Thursday? And well, for a half listen, a million bucks listen, on, to to go towards. I mean, the FDIC look, I mean, is it, there in case the bank goes under. The yeah. bank's got to pay it all first. Sure. No, so no the bank I liquidated that. everything and made a significant portion of these companies. Right. Pay, but they couldn't make them all. See, I, I'm in favor of changing the FDIC law where if you're a bank and you're going to hold however much you hold, you got to be able to pay it. Okay. Well, with, see, that with would, no limit. Yeah. That would be like fitting dollar for dollar. So what's like, happening now is the government is going to cover the losses. And then Joe Biden gets on TV and says, it's not going to affect any taxpayer, which is completely false. It's absolute. Where are they going to get the money? The FDIC is empty. But what you're saying is like, where I'm, I'm telling you, the FDIC account is empty. Yeah. There's nothing left. This one bank plus the other one that went under empty the empty the FDIC. So, so, he, so the insurance he, company money they pulled in is gone. So he, here's the exact explanation. A friend of mine who's in credit unions and banking what was a lobbyist now. And he's he said, SVB went very long on their investment portfolio, our policy, blah, blah, blah. They had a bunch of VC funds get spooked and started to pull, you know, basically an old-fashioned bank run. And, I, you know, I told him, I, I heard a guy talking about bond markets and interest rates. And he said, he said, this is why the FDIC has that stabilization funds the banks are forced to pay into for situations just like this. He said, I think the Fed and the FDIC did the exact, the exact right thing. Keep the depositors whole, let the banks fail. Yeah. That, that's what happened. Yeah. And, and look, I, I understand. I, I hate that we have to have an FDIC. And I truly believe we should just change the law where if, if I got $20 billion in your bank, then you better be able to. The, then you're insured on well, that. Well, yeah. It's, you, like, why should so right now, the the system that's in place is insuring your risk. Sure. Up to two hundred fifty thousand right. dollars. Which the look, issue is for a vast majority of Americans and American businesses, they probably don't ever have any of that. Sure. Right. I mean, I assure you, I'd have been okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but by, by two hundred plus thousand, you know, but but th they don't. Like what happened? Two banks failed, and I think one more did after that too. Yeah, I, well, look, I mean, Wells Fargo was in trouble. Well, look, they, it's they one of the largest banks in the country. They, they, they put the bank up for sale. Nobody wanted it because they're gonna. There was no. There's there was no, no assets there. there. There's no assets there, and they let it fail, and they made the depositors whole. I mean, I I hate that government has to do that, but I do think that is the right call. Well, that's in that situation exactly yeah, what, the, how the New Deal started. The, it's exactly. But verbatim the, how the new deal started but when biden went on tv and said this will not affect any taxpayers that's not true no okay. you're absolutely right i'm not disagreeing because there with was you. not enough money to make them the, the depositors whole like where, fdic insurance didn't have enough money where i was going earlier with the whole insurance banking thing insurance companies are required by law to have enough funds on hand to pay premiums. They have to have a reserve of premium of of enough to pay claims for every one of their policyholders. By law. Yeah. 
banks should as well, meaning they can invest. They can do short-term quick investments, but they have to have a reserve fund on hand at all times. Well, they and they up, should they, have a best rating just like insurance companies They also borrow from have. each other after hours. Right. Yeah. They transfer money all, all the time. Well, look, it, it, if we want to get down to the actual cause of what happened here is from about December 2019 till December 2020, we printed 80% of the dollars ever printed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in Joe Biden's 2022 State of the Union address, he said, well, we cut the deficit, blah, 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 which was technically true. He didn't lie about that. The deficit was cut because the prior year under the previous administration, the deficit was like $8 trillion. Yeah. And you, you cut it, but you didn't. You didn't. Well, you cut the deficit. You, 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 yeah, you, you you lost less than the previous guy, yeah. right? And so, so we we knew what was going to happen, right? When we print all this money, you're going to get inflation. Sure, sure. And the economy has has rebound for the most part, right? It's not great by any stretch, but no, I, it's I not. but what we're but we if we had been able to get production online, what I think the biggest driver of inflation here recently in the last year or so, it's just been energy costs. Sure. Which is what, you know, that was Carter's policy that really drove inflation through the roof Mm -hmm. was after we came off the gold standard, you were going to get inflation. Right. And then he started to cut energy production. And he pissed off the oil, the the OPEC. Yeah. And so so we're seeing the same thing again. Had we, had Joe Biden said, hey, look, we're just going to drill for two years as every last square inch. We, we could have driven down some of the inflation because we would have driven down the input costs and in getting these factories back up and going. But we didn't do that. So inflation kept going up. And the Fed, whether they should exist or not, I think they've actually done as good a job as that crappy organization can do of trying to manage inflation. And it has slowed down, right? The house right next door to Dan. In 2021, it list, it would have been listed and sold in less than 24 hours. Well, the, yeah, the- but but that that's how you slow the inflation down is you slow the flow of money in the economy. It's not great, but I'm telling you that's that's what. Yeah, but that just compounds the problem because there's already too much money in the economy because they printed it. Right. So now you're you're not increasing but, any production. But but how much money you got isn't necessarily what causes inflation. In, in, inflation is more money chasing after less goods. Yes. Deflation is less money. We didn't money increase cha- any goods. Right. Right, and we didn't increase any goods. So well, what they did, or devalue, right. what they did is devalued, devalued the, the dollar. Where you know, I mean, well, what they did was they just made those goods where you couldn't big big purchases, just made those goods where you couldn't afford to buy them. So it slowed the money transfers down, and it slowed, and therefore slowed inflation. Right. Again, but I, all my li- still at six percent. No, I'm I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying as good as with this completely corrupt and crappy monetary system, it's as good as it was going to be. I think. I mean, I'm I'm happy to be wrong well, you're here. Just sprinkling freaking sprinkles on a pile of shit. Yeah, I mean, like what we're talking about with SVB, like I mean, that kind of stuff's ridiculous. And and what I feel bad for is the small business guy that's got three hundred grand in an account. He's doing good. hadn't you know maybe hadn't opened up a second account or whatever. And, and now he's going to lose money. Well, what what is the average American? How many average Americans could look at SVB's you know strategy of long on these treasury yields, you know long on this, and and put together like, oh man, those are really bad with high interest rates. I need to hedge my money. Nobody, nobody. There's like a hundred people in the whole country that could have put that shit together. Well, caveat emptor does apply here though. Um, you, I feel bad for that guy. 300 grand, 400 grand, 500 grand. I absolutely feel bad for that guy. But as your business grows and you're bringing in money, every facet of that business gets infinitely more difficult. You you have a comptroller, but you also have an accounting and bookkeeping department. You have, instead of one salesperson, you have a sales manager and and salespeople that work for him. You You start doing that, and I'm not saying that they weren't wise enough or should have been smarter, what I'm saying is, is it's not government's role to do what they're doing. But it is as it currently stands. Because that, they caused the problem? Well, it's because they've caused a problem, and that's how we're well, set up that, as a country. That's what we keep talking about. We keep looking to government to solve problems that they've caused. 
and and, and as long as we keep doing that, the government's going to keep okay, growing. So, so if all those bigger. people only get two hundred fifty thousand, you, you we, they don't you don't think maybe they go under their business goes under, they go on welfare, their secretary's on welfare, everybody's on food stamps now. Like we we're just compounding the problem by not just being sure they get their money. I I say change the law, change the law. Hey, you got to give if if somebody deposits a billion dollars. You, you better have a billion dollars available for them. Well, if we think back, and I know what I'm doing is I'm talking about utopian thought here. If government had never grown from the New Deal, which is exactly this situation, but during the Great Depression, they adapted Keynesian economics and decided government needs to spend in, in bad economic times to prop up the economy. If that wasn't the prevailing philosophy, which is the philosophy we're talking about now, yeah. is exactly what it is. That snowball keeps growing no matter what. And and it's it's sad, it's terrible, and I don't want any man to lose his money because of stupid decisions his bank made. Absolutely don't. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I don't like it. No, I, I, I absolutely I, fucking I, hate it. No, I, I I don't like it either. But to me, that's the reality of the situation, and 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 that that is, you, we we can't just let, we we can't. I'm sorry, but in that kind of situation, well, with, why, with why that kind of bank I completely mismanaged, like I, I do bank with a small credit union, okay, yeah, out of Birmingham, and I I don't know what they invest in. I don't even know how to go find out. Now I got well under 250 G's, so I ain't terribly worried about it. But, well, but a credit union is is owned by the members. Right, that's who owns it, as opposed to, so so being owned in some, it's like a mutual insurance company. It's owned by the policyholders, and the idea is not necessarily to make a profit, sure, but to at least break even. Right, but I mean, I mean, they're doing some of the same stuff, investing things to get a, a profit. You know, I, I, I get all that. So, well, you have to pay for your operating expenses. I mean, you got to have something above. What sure. the customers do. So, you got to make money. You got a new dog? No, that's the loud neighbors. So that is, you know, and, and that's kind of my point is. You about to drop a deuce in your yard. Is it's bad? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's a bad situation. I don't think what the Fed and the FDIC did was wrong in this situation. I hate that it's come to that point. Well, they, well but the, the thing FDIC, is, is all they're doing is, well, is they, the, let me let me say this real quick. You, you dominated like the first 15 minutes. <laughs> It's because I was setting the thing up. Um, it, and you haven't paid attention to anything all week. You already told me. Well, but I'm, <laughs> I can have this conversation. I'm going to be quiet later because I, I don't know what the hell's going on. But the – fuck, what was I saying? Well, all we're doing is taking a, a short-term problem and solving it to add to future problems. Oh, absolutely we are. What, what we're doing is we're cutting off the ankle – to, to fight diabetes, so sure. to speak. And and that's why I'm fully in favor of changing the FDIC insurance law. Well, I don't I don't know that any of us are disputing that what the FDIC did was was wrong. They did what they're set up to do. Mm-hmm. But they don't have any more money. And no, and, and the whole. thing is, is the FD, if the FDIC had been private and not run by the feds, these banks could have insured their clients for the – 80% of the value of their accounts well, I guarantee or you more. The, the banks, if the, if if it wasn't a government-run entity and the banks did it privately, they probably would f- figure out a way to have enough money to cover it. Absolutely, they would. Well, see, and that's part and parcel of the problem I was talking about. We, no, I, I agree we're relying on government, and then guess what? The only people that can dip us out of it is government, and there you go. It's a fucking vicious cycle that we've got to break it sometime, and it's going to hurt. We got to rip that Band-Aid off at some point. You know what else Silicon Valley Bank could have done to save some money? Not spend like they could have not gave seventy-four million dollars to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that that's a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of money that this bank and their board members donated to Democrats is like insane. Well. I'll tell you what I think the worst part of all of it is, and it probably require it should require an investigation and probably jail time, if not something worse than that, is multiple 
members of their executive team were cashing out multi-million they dollar gave stocks. A, well, not only that, but the day before well, before they closed their doors, they gave everybody in the fucking bank a bonus. Yeah, so oh, they yeah. Gave, they, yeah, they they made they made all of their managers whole. Yeah, so for all their salary and their bonuses before. They yeah, shut so the door. those people need to go to jail. Yeah, because you, I I don't know what you gave out in bonuses, but that's less money the FDIC would have had to. Right, absolutely, it, it is. You know, and the CEO's taking out like was it five million, three and a half million? Oh, he knew shit was about to hit the fan. He, yeah. yeah, he's selling stocks I, and it was like thirty or 40% that's inside. That's SEC employee. fucking violations. Absolutely, you should go straight to jail. Like what what he did was worse than what Martha Stewart did by a long shot. Yeah, but what Biden did was not only did he tell you that the the taxpayers wouldn't have any part in this burden. Which is mathematically impossible. Right. Of course. He also blamed it on Trump. <laughs> so he said the previous administration rolled back the, is it Dodd-Frank? Dodd yeah, Frank, yeah Dodd-Frank Dodd Frank Frank, law. Yeah. And which the purpose, Dodd-Frank law came into after the financial collapse of 2008, et cetera, came yep. in. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was Trump rolled back some of the the regulations in that in order to let smaller regional banks compete with these giant banks. Yeah. So he was doing things for the small guy. This was not a small bank. No. And even Barney no, no, Frank, who was the guy who... Barney Frank, who's a freaking far-leftist Democrat, wrote this... One of the people who wrote this law actually said... Trump's deregulation had nothing to do with this bank. It would not have impacted yeah. this bank whatsoever. They're saying railroad de deregulation is causing the damn derailments. Now, what? how is it in a railroad's best interest to lose? Because they've got to pay for all this shit that's damaging these de derailments. It's That's their well, fault. It, they, that was a, a braking system thing that didn't even apply to the trains that were derailed. Well... Again, I go back to the problem was the last year of Trump's administration, we printed 80% of all the dollars ever printed in history. Yeah. Okay. So that everybody could get that, $1,500. That, that is, yeah, that, that, that is the, the crux of the issue. Now, that's a Trump issue. That's also a bipartisan issue because Absolutely outside of Thomas Massey, I'm not sure who stood up against all the COVID spending bills. Nobody. And, and again, what like let's go back to the regulation thing talking about you know who loves regulation giant businesses yeah and you know why they love regulation absolutely it absolutely does and and so that that way was actually a good thing it, it made these regional banks more competitive all right but th there was going to be a price to pay I, I we've said this for a while like when we did what we did with covid shutdowns printing all this money and all that stuff. It, it was it was going to come home to roost right. at some point. And here we are. And look, the bank... And we are at the beginning of it coming home to roost. And and look, what, what my buddy in the banking industry, he's like, look, those guys are freaking idiots. Yeah. He's like, they should, the Fed has been saying for two years they were going to raise the interest rate. And they didn't pull, they didn't hedge, they didn't do anything different. John Nash uh, just pointed out that the SVB board members knew they had a problem over a year ago. Of course. And they've been having more frequent meetings about the problem. I'm sure. Yeah, they knew this was coming. And so so and and that's, and that's like getting your girlfriend pregnant and waiting until eight and a half months to tell somebody. Well and 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 what I actually wait until the baby's here. Right. Well and, and that's what that that's why I support all those people going to jail and making sure the depositors are taken care of. Because they knew, they knew they made really bad decisions. They did nothing to try to change that trajectory. Nothing. Well, I guarantee you, every one of these executives okay. have umbrella insurance policies. There, but there's also got to be some responsibility on the part of the companies who put a billion dollars into a bank, knowing it's only insured for two hundred fifty thousand. In one account, yes, yes. you're. At, that's yeah, absolutely, you're right. You, you that's you where have I was, to, everybody when, knows. When that. I'm saying that the 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 difficulty of running a business gets infinitely more difficult the larger it gets, that's something that if I was comptroller of a company taking in billions of dollars, I would say, look, we need to have for every two hundred fifty thousand dollars, we're going to have account to secure our 
cash flow. That's so four thousand bank accounts. But how many fucking businesses, in in all reality, keeps cash? They invest that in R and D. They invest that in employees. They invest that in growth. They give dividends to stockholders. They give bonuses to companies. How many people put ten billion dollars in a fucking bank in a savings account? That is actually stupid investment. Oh no, I agree with you. Now I'm I'm revisiting this. They deserve to lose that fucking money. The dudes with less than a half a meal or a meal, you know, that's one thing. The idiots that had the billions, fuck them. Yeah, make because they were stupid. Up to two hundred fifty thousand, like the law states. And that's it. You have to be, you have to be responsible. So here's what's happening. The, the owner of the business who did something stupid by putting a billion dollars into a bank when they're only insured to 250,000. And then you got the bank that is putting long-term investments in when the interest rate, before the interest rates go up. So now when the new bonds come out, it's a higher interest rate and their bonds are shot. Nobody's, they're, they're not worth anything. And then, but what happens is neither one of those entities have shouldered the risk or even felt the, have, have taken um, the loss. Right. So that loss now is spread amongst all of us. Well, if, so if Dan and I go out. Like it's, it's and- like, I got, I'm, I'm now as a taxpayer, you and you are now paying or will future pay to fund giving that idiot owner of a tech company that put a billion dollars into a bank his money back. Right. Indirectly, it's going to happen. It may not happen tomorrow, but... We're paying for it. We're paying for it. Absolutely. Either paying for it through the devaluing of our currency because they're printing the money to pay for it, or through future tax dollars. Well, and... and if, if Dan, you and I do something stupid with our business, we suffer consequences. It may oh, not, it, it may not be our fault, but if we make a poor decision or we are party to a poor decision, we lose our ass. Listen, stu- look, I stupid lost, should hurt 45% of my business due to COVID. Can I sue somebody or get the government to fucking dip in and pay me 45% of my lost revenue? No. So it's time for beer review. Well, there's a lot of folks, uh, that tell me I have to vote for the president that enacted all of that because he's running again. Yeah, right. And let's talk about that after. So, well, let's, uh, we got coming up. All right, guys. What are you laughing at? Transition. No, I'm just laughing at rubbing my whiskers on the mic screen. Uh, The sound it makes. I got you. So, uh, all right, man. It's time for beer reviews. Dan, what you got, buddy? Yingling. 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 Yeah, this was, uh, well, I don't know if this is technically leftover from my son's birthday party, but uh, I did buy a case. Look, I will say we kind of went a little west of crab island you know where it's shallow over there and there's like some seashore and i we kind of beached the boat and we were hanging out and the, all the boys all got out throwing footballs and all that right and so i stand there and finish my beer and i walk back to the boat and i'm standing there i'm like i'm probably going to drink more than one of these and i don't really want to have to walk back and forth to the boat so i just grab my cooler until it set it on the seashore there right and uh one of the kids was like like uncle t you need a beer I'm like nah bro i set my cooler right over there he's like that's really smart like, this ain't the first time this ain't my first rodeo, <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo i'm a bro. professional I, beer drinker. Sure right, yeah. the easiest way to consume beers i know All yes right. yes absolutely that's what right. you got over there buddy well i gotta get up early in the morning so i'm taking it easy and uh so i've got a the mixed berry propel right. by gatorade okay so fair enough I, well i um so I've been doing research because I'm, I'm I'm trying to promote my original music a little more. Um, I, th- I think I'm getting a little better at songwriting. Who fuck knows? But um, I've, so I've started looking at, at these different ways to uh, book a few shows and do a few things. And I, I ran across this site in North Georgia. What you doing, puppy? <laughs> I was just checking everything out. Hey, he's sugar. like, man, can I be on the cat? That Niles or sugar? 
So, uh, so I saw this site. It's called Sweetwater Cafe in North Georgia, and I thought, man, you know what, dude? I hadn't had a Sweetwater in a minute, so I went and got me uh, some Sweetwater Pale Ales out of Georgia. Sweetwater, that's four twenty. Well, yeah, Sweetwater four twenty is the name of their original beer. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, man, it's an extra pale ale, um, five point seven percent. So it's a little higher than the Miller Lite, but uh, not too bad. And it is tasty. So that's what I got. Nice. First time in, a, in about four months since I've had a Miller Lite on the podcast. Guess who's watching? Uh, four people, two of which are Verts. Elena. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good for this her. This is Matt Cheryl. First time ever. Hi, right. honey. She watched the Matt Gates or listened to Matt Gates. Yeah, she did there you go. So that, my friends, is. Beardies. Oh, man. Hold up. I got to get it pulled up. Beardies. I don't know why I pulled it down. Beardies. By the way, my 16-year-old just texted me if she needed to stop anywhere on her way home. I'm getting my, I'm getting a lot more comfortable with this whole driving thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right, guys. Uh, welcome back to Cast again. Uh, that was our beer review moment. If you'd like to sponsor the beer review segment, we'd love to have you as a beer review sponsor. Yeah, I'd like to have somebody provide new beers for us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to have a different beer every week. That would be cool. I'm down for that. I'll be honest with you, man. This is the first beer I've had since Saturday, and I normally will Snake out and have one Me too. I at had, some point. I Shit, I couldn't even hardly leave the house while the truck was down. And I was, I was, <laughs> I was miserable. That's absolutely I saw, miserable. I saw you driving around in the in the the small unit. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah the little, little unit, little unit, little unit, not the big unit. Today you're back on the road with the big unit. Yep, yep, yep. I yep. watched your traffic uh, update, dude. I'll tell you what. All right, so time change occurred. And I was telling you this when I first got here. Time change occurred. All right, so we all lost an hour. They sucked that hour right out of us. But because the truck was down, I had to get up an extra 45 minutes early. So for Monday and Tuesday morning, I lost an hour and 45 minutes. Double, double negative. I was getting up like 3.15, 3.30 old time. Mm. I'm like, that, that, look, I'm an early riser. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but that shit sucked, dude. Yeah. I was like a zombie throughout the day. All right, what, what y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to talk about Biden's want, epiphany? Yeah, let's talk about Biden's epiphany. So we got some videos to play. All right. So this um, first one is some recent statements he just made. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to, to figure out what's with this guy. Kumar? Or, no, uh, with Biden. Biden. Like he, he, Good luck with that. He literally lies. About the most easily don't, verifiable things. Spoilers, man. Don't don't spoil this. I'm not let spoiling it, it. Let everybody see it. Let everybody but he see does it. it like for no reason. I mean, what gain does he have? Well, because he doesn't think anybody pays attention, and and for the most part, he's fucking right. Mm-hmm. But thanks to the Driveway Liberty podcast, we are about to uh, show you a little song. A very big lie. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. but you can't hear it. question for you, Mr. President, is you codified uh, support for same-sex marriage and interracial marriages like, like ours. I'm curious what your evolution was like on marriage equality and what the federal government might be able to do to protect LGBTQ Americans, especially trans kids who are dealing with all these regressive state laws that are popping up right now. I can remember exactly where my uh, epiphany was. Okay. Hadn't thought much about it. And I was a, I was a senior in high school and my dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car and I looked to my right and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building. One looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never forget. How the fuck do you remember dad. what buildings are? He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. He obviously doesn't remember it's shit. It's simple. No, I'm that's not joking. That's where we're about to point it's out. It's simple. They love each other. And it's never been, it's, 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 it's never been, it's just that simple. 
It doesn't matter whether it's whether it's same sex or a heterosexual couple. You should be able to be married. What is the problem? So listen to your auntie and your uncle. Get married. Do it now. Don't wait. Uh, transgender kids is a really harder to thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. That's you're exactly right. what you're happens. Right. That's you're exactly right. what, what happens. What are they, they don't about? wake up and say that. <laughs> They're human beings. They love their <laughs> And then that afternoon, they, they want to be fucking Batman. Are, I mean, it, it just, to me, is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. Thank right. you, sir. Uh, I also can tell that that's all like, I some... care to hear. Right, stop, that, stop. that's absolutely all I care to right, hear from so, that. So, before we get into the next video, so a couple things. Number one, did you all see the logo in the bottom left hand corner of that? Comedy Central. That's fucking Comedy Central, and that was Kumar from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, that's him. Garden to talk about oh, shit. a oh, concept. Oh shit! Shit. Sorry. So Biden just said he had an epiphany when he was a senior in high school. Which was like in the sixties. Yeah, that was like sixty one or sixty. Roughly sixty two years ago, sixty years ago. And I would I would venture to say that during the sixties you would not see two grown men kissing each other in public. Correct. He remembered that they were well dressed in suits. Yeah. And he knew exactly which buildings they were going to. Yeah. How? He can't remember anything. Yeah, but the the lies the point. He he just yeah, it's a he's just at that point. It, it looks to me like he's just pandering to somebody who it is. He, it, the, the way the the way the question was asked, that was the answer you were going to get from Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, but it's a hundred percent false. And that one, right. I, I we're going to show you that how. was pretty planned. So yeah, that uh, he apparently forgot all he uh, he can't remember shit from the sixties. He obviously didn't remember this next conversation from. 2000 with 2006 it's 2006 you ready the press you ready mm -hmm. here we go the president used his radio address uh, yesterday and tomorrow in the rose garden to talk about a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage you know think about this the world's going to hades in a handbasket we are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh avian flu we don't have enough vaccines we don't have enough police officers and we're going to debate the next three weeks i'm told gay marriage a flag amendment and god only knows what else i can't believe the american people can't see through this we already have a law the defense of marriage act where we've all voted not where i voted and others said look marriage is between a man and a woman and states must respect that Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? And yeah, 2006. So, 2006. So he evidently forgot about seeing the two well-dressed men in the 1960s in public by those two buildings. <laughs> kissing and him talking about his auntie and just fucking corn rolls and I mean Jesus man uh, dude I don't know it's uh it's I mean it's absurd mm -hmm. look I've, say, I've said that's it. the mo of of the left they just they just gaslight constantly and you know you will have people who otherwise would appear intelligent that will defend him. To the death. Yeah, but that's, uh, you can say the same thing about m multiple politicians. And, well, the, and well, the ones we liked. Yeah. And the, when the ones we well, liked. Yeah, I, I don't you so see that right now with Trump supporters going after DeSantis. People who voted for DeSantis in November that I've had coffee with and breakfast with are bashing DeSantis. And I'm like, wait, didn't you like him? two and a half, three months ago. See, and, and look, th th this is why we, the, the problem is 
That was 2006. By 2013, 14, when Obergefell went through? Yeah. Okay, how many blue states actually stood up and said, yeah, we don't give a shit what your law says. We're, we're going to let anybody get married that they want to get married. A bunch, which is why it ended up at the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't even, we've got like one red state governor to push back on vaccines. Yeah. We've got a handful that push back against lockdowns. I mean, all of this nonsense. And, and, and again, we're the problem. Our side is the problem here. That was 2006. And then less than two decades later, Joe Biden's making up stuff because there's no way he could not act like he was not for gay marriage his entire life. So he had to go make something up from 60 years ago. Right. And then, our side wants to argue over just the dumbest, the absolute Laura Loomer. I don't know if y'all saw that tweet where she photoshopped like red on Christina Pushaw's knees and wrote "globe blowologist" or but trying to say globalist. Yeah. Like, really, is that what we're doing? It's and so, exactly so all these folks, everybody wants to get mad at Joe Biden. I'm so mad with people that vote like like I typically like I do that I can't see straight, and just the absolute dumbassery going on. Like, like the person you're talking about right there, th- that person's a moron. I would prefer they not vote. Absolutely. And I will strongly, if I meet that person, I know who they are. I will strongly encourage them to never vote again in their life. Exactly. Exactly. So we're, uh, we, we've got about 14 minutes left. Do you want to talk? I've got one of the Veritas videos. I'm sorry. The, 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 the stupidity Dang from cool. our side, I like it's got me. Just like Trump came out today. That was the article I went into the Twitter feed that we have where we share ideas. And I was going to post that. And then I saw the 15 videos that were posted. I didn't get notifications for today. Well, Um, and I was where Trump is asking for an investigation into DeSantis, a guy he fucking endorsed for governor. Well, and he's trying to time to threat. Well, he's trying to time (laughs) to Paul Ryan. Yeah. He's trying to time to Paul Ryan who Trump endorsed. Yes. A. B, Paul Ryan, who Ron DeSantis was a founding member of the Freedom Caucus, to specifically fight back against Paul Ryan. And Trump had multiple tweets in 2017 saying the Freedom Caucus needs to sit down and shut up and do exactly what Paul Ryan says. So now you're trying to tie him to that guy? No, I like I'm I'm so like I'm so done with this part of it already. And it's only just started, dude. Yes. It just you know, it's, it's DeSantis sick. hasn't even announced and, it. And look. Uh, we, we briefly brought it up uh, before the show, but the state of Florida revoked a uh, liquor license from a Hyatt Regency in Miami that hosted a kids' drag show. Yep. The, that Hyatt Regency was warned multiple times, if you do this, we will pull your liquor license. Okay? And all I see today is, well, all they did was just pull their liquor license. They just cost them a few bucks in alcohol sales. Like, you, you clearly don't understand how Florida works. A full liquor license in Florida, especially when you have a convention center, is probably a million dollars to get back. Yeah, absolutely. If not more. On top of that, do if I'm going to Miami, I want to stay somewhere where I got a bar in my hotel. Right. Maybe I choose somewhere else now. Maybe since it's a licensed Hyatt, it might lose its Hyatt and become the Sunset Strip Inn and Suites now. Yeah. They're going to lose at the conference center because you don't have alcohol. You're going to lose Millions of dollars in You're sales at a conference center. Uh, it'll only be Christian conferences there for now. <laughs> yeah. Be Southern Baptist uh, and Southern Episcopal. Ba- Episcopalian. Yeah. No, not no, well, not no, Episcopal. I mean, uh, Evangel- uh, sure. uh, Church of God. <laughs> yes, and Seventh Day Adventist. I, I'm with you. The, the 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 shot was a significant one. Yeah, I'm with you. But at the same time, I don't disagree that these people, like the people running the show, should be in jail. Okay. Like they should have came in and closed it down with whatever authority they had, state yeah. police or well, whatever. Well, you just hit them with Go a multi-million dollar financial penalty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet they don't do it again. Maybe. Or maybe they will. And then you take their business license. Or you take their lodging or, or license. They, or they or you take whatever. state that the state ends up spending millions of dollars in litigation fees okay but in that whole but in that so the hyatt regency in miami has got the amount of money the state of florida does to go fight this no they don't so so the hyatt regency loses even more millions of dollars to go fight it yeah but it still costs us too well i I get it but that i'm I'm willing to pay that for this fight i I, and i i am too should should people be marched off to jail yeah we're not there yet we're just not it's not gonna happen right we're not there yet. there's nothing wrong with saying they should be I, i agree with that 
but people acting like this isn't a step in the right direction is is just oh, I, dumb. I, don't, I don't agree with that at all yeah i mean you know i just I, like I, I can't even go on twitter anymore it's so fucking dumb and ronda santis hadn't even declared yet <laughs> no he hasn't i mean i mean all angles you look at yahoo's homepage msnbc's homepage Three quarters of the articles on there are attacks on yeah. DeSantis. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, I sent you guys the clip where Trump was in Iowa and said, oh, Ron, you know, Ron, just like Paul Ryan, tried to cut uh, entitlements and blah, blah, blah. And I would never do that. And, oh, we will, you know, we're going to keep subsidizing ethanol. Like, really? That's what our Republican presidential, like the, the presumptive leader at the moment. Is saying he's going to continue farm welfare. Right. That, that's yeah. where we're at. And then a whole lot of people that vote like me typically and say they believe like me will right. blindly line up to vote for this person Dude, I after COVID, after the vaccines, after all of this. The dude couldn't even fire Fauci, and you're going to tell me he's draining the swamp? Come on. Yeah. Like, I mean, my, my stepdad gets mad at me he's, because he's like, oh, these, these welfare people, these folks on welfare, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you on a farm. Yeah. You, you, you're you're fucking getting the largest amount of welfare of anybody in the state of Georgia. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like I, we talk about the trans stuff and this and that we we're not even to the point of even slightly trying to fight any of that because our side's dumb yeah. and, and we are, you know, we're basically shirts and skins. And if you're shirts, we can't, you know, you suck. Like Ron DeSantis has been the most effective Republican in a damn long time. Yes. Absolutely. Just has been period. There, there, there's no disputing that fact. Is he a, will he be a good president? Will he be a good presidential nominee? I don't know. But I, I saw four years and I liked the first three years of Donald Trump. But that last year was real bad. Mm -hmm. Real bad. Yep. And, and how are we going to get any guarantees that? We won't. He, he won't even difference. back. He won't even say he should have fired Fauci. Yeah, he, he won't even say that the lockdowns were wrong. He, he won't even say that there's something wrong with the vaccine. He won't admit he made any mistakes. Okay, at all. then that person cannot lead me. No, absolutely they can't. You've, you're, if you're going to lead me, you've got to. When you fuck up, you've got to be willing to admit it. Yeah, yeah. and listen, everybody fucks up. Everybody, everybody yeah. does. You did what you thought was best at the time. But if your ego, that's what but if your ego so big, you, you can't even do. say, you know what, should have fired Fauci. You know what? Lockdowns were dumb. Yeah. Maybe Operation Warp Speed I mean, wasn't the best. Literally cost them nothing like, to do Like that. literally three sentences. Yep. But you can't even do that. So it's not America first. It's Trump first. Right. And I'm not voting for that. Yeah, but it always has been Trump first. It just so always happens. Always has been. It just so happens that Trump's ambitions have lined aligned up. with. All right. Well, I'm not following him off the cliff. I refuse mm -hmm. to support that. Mm -hmm. Like in 2016, he was what we needed. I well, agree. Let's, let's, let's change gears a little bit before we run out of time. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, James O'Keefe. From Project Veritas, I've got the uh, advertisement, not the other one. The shorter of the I two. I didn't even look that. Okay, got it. All right, you ready? Yep. Let's go. The irony of the acorn story is that it took a 25-year-old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion-dollar networks and journalists could not do in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen. And in paving the way to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raided, and ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility of. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, we are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Because not only do I own it, but you own it too. Support us and sponsor our army of journalists by becoming a founding member today. So Project Veritas about to go out of business because he, I mean, he was the, 
the power behind that. I mean, I've seen a couple of tweets since they've excused him, mm-hmm. but James O'Keefe well, is he was the, the mastermind behind it. He was the face of it. He n- narrated all the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the guy's talented, right? He's not only talented from a investing, figuring out what things to go after, investigate, how to get in the but door. He's also good at presenting it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a showman. He was, yeah. He was in Oklahoma with our buddy Brian Claudus. Right. Yeah. He was got, doing you, a little dancey dance right that. there. You got to yeah. have that skill set. Yeah. Yep. So now I guess the, the way this group is made up is they're seeking investors. You can like sponsor a, a camera basically for one of these undercover journalists he has. Right. Where you can be kind of, I, I guess, a part owner of, of this group, which is a pretty interesting way to to get capital mm-hmm. right and you're gonna like get a crowdfunding the, you're yeah. gonna get the right people to be involved in yeah i cases. mean project Ver- whatever happened there i and i've seen a few of their expose videos come out and i didn't even watch them i just scrolled past like, um, I, I'll, I'll read the headlines but never have the same impact yeah i mean you it, and and that's probably the point yeah I don't, I don't know who got to who but you know Somebody got to the board and got him kicked off. Yeah, but. Well, they killed Project Veritas without actually killing Project Veritas. Sure. Yeah, because a lot of people just aren't interested anymore. But yeah. I wish him the best. I'm well, not, how many times do you have a band gets a new lead singer and you just don't listen to them? Anymore? Right. Yeah. I mean, like Journey. Journey yeah. Journey hired an Asian guy that sounded just like Steve Perry. And nobody would listen. Nobody <laughs> listened to because it's not Steve Perry. <laughs> nope. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like Queen with Adam Lambert. Uh, they were terrible. Uh, yeah. Paul Gilbert was better than Adam Lambert. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, come on, man. I mean, Freddie Mercury was queen. Right. I mean, the teeth and uh, oh, yeah, the whole everything. Everything. <laughs> so, All right. So the AIDS. Right. Too soon. Remember, Too soon. Uh, I think it was last week that we talked about the uh, the private Christian school in Vermont that forfeited the girls' basketball game. Yeah. Oh, with the longest name in history. Transgender uh, player on the other team. Yeah. Well, the Vermont Principals Association, which basically oversees the sporting events, announced Monday that Mid-Vermont Christian School would be ineligible to participate in sporting events and other activities done through the organization. So they stand up for what's right, and the governing body over their athletic events has told them they're not allowed to participate anymore. I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, here, I I rarely do this. Uh, I usually, uh, when I do camera views, but I'm going to do this. If you don't stand up for what's right, nobody will. We can't do it from sitting in this driveway. Matt Gates is not going to do it in Congress. He's going to do his best, but he's one man. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, Lauren Boebert, Ricky Lake, whoever, is not going to stand up for you and the morals that we believe in as, as liberty-minded individuals and conservatives. Only you can stand up and do something about it. And you sitting in the living room or sitting at the house and going to work and coming home and eating, you know, dinner and then going to bed. That's not doing it anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's that's why we're losing the battle. Hey, can I tell you something about Vermont that you're not going to believe? They're supposed to be the freest fucking no, state. No, that's one through Hampshire that's trying to work on that. Okay. Uh, Phil Scott, the incumbent governor, won re-election in 2022. Yeah. By uh, 46 points. Do you want to know what party Phil Scott's affiliated he's with? Libertarian, isn't he? No, he's a Republican. Oh. Uh. So 69% of the people that voted for governor in Vermont voted for a Republican. So you would assume that at some level that they would disagree with that decision. Still, you would still, think. Still waiting. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I haven't followed it too much. I've been busy this week, but I haven't seen anything about riots in the streets, about Vermont principals being pulled out of their schools, being threatened. None of that. And that's why we lose. 26% of people, 26% of people, or excuse me, 23, 
23.4% of the people that voted in Vermont in 2022 statewide voted for a Democrat progressive governor. 23%. Yet their 23% is actually committed. Right. And focused on the goal. And they're in places of power. And they're in place of power. And they're going to use that power. And yet we're, our side's photoshopping red knees on a comms director. Yep. We're not serious. We, we, we're, we're not serious people. We, we, we're just not. Exactly. Well, let's, uh, let's close out with this shot from a school right here in Florida. Um, we'll come back and close out the show, but let's, uh, let's go to this video from, uh, the university of Florida. Um, so you had pro-life activists or, or not even activists. They're, they're just pro to, I mean, they're, they're just pro-life. They just had a booth there, right? Yeah. They had a booth and a couple of signs handing and they out brochures, handing out brochures, peaceful activity. Mm -hmm. And this is what happened. You got that video? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, and all right. Yeah, someone is currently stealing my property. Back the up. Oh, like having Violence erupted during a pro-life demonstration at the University of Florida after a pro-abortion advocate attempted to steal one of the demonstrators' signs. In the video, you can see a plainclothes officer trying to arrest the student, Ian Dinkla, after he carried away signs showing photographs of aborted fetuses. Things got even crazier, though, when Bryn Taylor, co-president of the UF Graduates Assistant United Union, attempted to stop the officer by hitting him with her megaphone. Taylor then tried to pull the officer off of Dinkla and hit him with a bullhorn. Both Taylor and Dinklo were arrested and charged with multiple felonies, according to the Gainesville Sun. The pro-life demonstration was led by Created Equal, a group founded in 2011 whose stated mission is to, quote, end the killing of babies and establish human equality. This event is just one example of an increased number of attacks against pro-life groups. In fact, according to a Fox News report taken in November of 2022, crime data revealed that attacks against pro-life groups have been 22 times higher than the number of attacks against pro-choice groups. So uh, pro-life groups probably ought to uh, partner with pro-Second Amendment groups. <laughs> yeah, probably not a bad idea. That would solve a lot of those issues because... So let me ask you this. Who is the president of the University of Florida? Oh, come on. You guys know this one. We talked about it. Yeah, we have. Oh, uh, come on. Senator from Nebraska. Ben Sass. All right. Ben Sass needs to completely disband whatever that group was of the lady who was attacking the cop and kick all those students out immediately. Yeah, yeah. No questions asked. Do it right now. Yeah. Or we're not serious. Just, I, I don't what, what they're committing violence against police. Well, officers. those I mean, they I bet you Ben Ben Sass backs the blue or he's at least got the sticker and he's said it in a speech at least mm -hmm. once. I 100 percent guarantee. You. But I'm not mad at you about that. I'm not mad at you a bit. Travis, we're not serious. I, I, I know that. that's the thing. I mean, to, that's to me, I'm that's saying. the frustrating part is. That we, we have a governor who has removed multiple presidents for university presidents and put who are supposedly the right people in place. Well, well now they got to go act. Kick all of them out. Yeah. Completely disband that union and bar it from campus. If a fraternity just started getting violent, I bet you they'd kick that fraternity off campus. Oh, hell yeah. If they were hazing somebody for yeah. initiation, they'd kick them off. If, if, if flip the roles and put that at UC Berkeley. How quickly do you think the pro-life activists get kicked out? Oh, they would have been kicked out right then. Right that then. president would have been at that gathering and said, you're out. And there would have been a a news media mm -hmm. announcement. They would have stood in front of a podium says, we don't allow violence on our campus. Mm -hmm. We will not have – they'll make this big speech. Oh, that would be national out. news. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I, yeah. And we pulled this, what, off of TikTok or – Yeah, I mean, that was a – I mean, that's just – Twitter or whatever. And – so again, you're in the freest state on earth. If you're the president of Florida, who just got not who got you know uh, appointed by the current governor, who's very safe, 
Sounds like you got some freedom to go clean house. Yeah. I didn't even talk about the uh, Zoom call I had with the governor uh, Monday. Well, they'll have to listen to the audio stream. Yeah, they'll definitely have to listen to the audio stream to hear about that. Because it's about uh, CRT and DIC and ABCD, all kinds of crazy acronyms and shit. (laughs) So with that being said, guys, um, I am your Uncle Wes. Thanks so much for tuning in to Driveway Liberty Podcast. Please share the cast with your friends. That's the only way we can get the word out these days. If you are so inclined, go to Driveway Liberty Podcast forward slash, I'm sorry, patreon.com forward slash Driveway Liberty Podcast and sponsor the cast, help us upgrade some equipment and do some things. Uh, with that being said, for Travis and Dan, I am your Uncle Wes, and we'll see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Yes.